Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Here's a new benefit to living in a coronavirus world that you or I never thought of. Back in our day, it took a fake ID to get beer when you were 19, and even that was a tricky proposition because no matter how good your ID was, you still looked like a teenager. Teens now living in a pandemic world are posting in ever-increasing numbers on social media that they are dressing up like an old person, putting on makeup to look them, make themselves look like an old person, sometimes grabbing a walker and then putting on their mask to go get their booze. And in many instances, it appears to be working. I like the walker part, Cliff. That's a yeah. nice little touch right there, although that's, that's hard right. to pull off if you really don't need one. <laughs> this is true. I mean, that's, you know, you're walking fine and you're pushing it as fast as you can. Well, Cliff, when I got to work today, here's the first three headlines that popped up on my computer screen. Okay. Angry otter bites swimmer. Yeah. Man fights off bear in kitchen. Doctor pulls <laughs> one and a half inch worm from a woman's tonsils. <laughs> 2020, Cliff. It's just the year that keeps giving. I'll say that. That's right. You're absolutely right. Well, Cliff, this morning, yes. I feel like the evil Knievel of food on the floor. <laughs> food on the floor? Yes. <laughs> what happened? I have routinely, all my life, Played by the five-second rule when I dropped any kind cool. of food product on the floor. Yeah. And I've survived. I mean, you're, you're, you're standing here to talk about it, so yeah. But they're saying there's no such thing as that rule. That as soon as your food <laughs> hits the ground, bacteria yeah. is almost immediately all over that food that's on the floor. So I'm okay. asking you, Cliff. Yeah. Since I'm the evil Knievel of food on the floor <laughs> what if i use my mask that i'm wearing now everywhere i go to yeah. wipe the side of the food that was touching the ground would no. that make it a lot safer for me yet I, I um yeah i don't i don't think it will <laughs> are you thinking i have to wipe all of the food with my mask or I, just i just i don't think i mean here's my thought um my guess is, and I'm just guessing, I'm not an epidemiologist or anything like that. I'm not even somebody who would post these claims on Facebook to be argued about. But anytime you open a package of any kind of food, as soon as the package is open and hits the air, bacteria start attacking it. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether it hits the ground or not. <laughs> so you think I'm okay to do that then? I think you're okay, yeah. So uh, there's no wiping involved with my mask. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah, I'd keep your mask away from that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if I get sick and something happens to me, Cliff, I'm pointing the finger at you because you told I said, me. You remember when I said I was not an epidemiologist? We, the people that run the corporate Twitter account for Burger King, are known to, uh, shall we say, work outside the box. But late Monday, their post was so far out of the box, it was almost in a bowl. And it quickly caught the attention of the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. 
It was about nine Monday evening when Burger Queen, Burger King Twitter said, and I quote, breathe the farts of change, unquote. It was a prelude to a corporate announcement they'd make yesterday morning. Company officials say cow farts are no laughing matter. They release methane, something that contributes in great levels to climate change. And that's why Burger King is now moving to changing the diet of the cows that will later become their hamburger by adding lemongrass, something that said will reduce cow farts by 33%. As you might expect, Twitter's universe went berserk as the company was berated from both sides, climate change deniers saying it was merely a political agenda. Then the vegans hit, saying if you really wanted to reduce all that methane, Burger King should just stop selling meat entirely. In any case... It'll be a bit disappointing to not have to worry about that creepy guy with the plastic king head showing up randomly wanting someone to pull his finger. The CEO, though, says Burger King will continue to push hard on the issue. But you should probably watch how hard you're pushing on a fart because that might mean that it's not really a fart. <laughs> I wonder how many wives and girlfriends right now have written down the phrase, Cliff, <laughs> lemongrass to see if it works at their house you know slide the guy a little lemongrass from here That's and right. there maybe my dog needs to be eating lemongrass. yes and i know that this story that you just did is true because yeah. they yes. are actually selling burgers by the name of reduced methane emissions beef whopper <laughs> Just in the big cities, but it could be yeah. coming to a Burger King near you. Yeah. Everybody wants a reduced methane burger. <laughs> Cliff, let me answer this question from our text messaging, can I? Oh, yes, please. Go ahead. Well, the text message we received here yeah. was wanting to know if this methane burger from Burger King would be on the value menu. And you know when they do something <laughs> different like this with lemongrass, it won't be on the oh, value no. menu at all. No, no, uh, it's uh, it's all of the processing of carrying, because basically you have to have two separate shipments of ground beef, one, you know, with the farts and one without. Yes. But my guess is you just go up to the drive-thru and order the number two. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Good shape. Now, guys, if you're not doing very well on your online dating, maybe uh, not as well as you think you should be, I got a little <laughs> advice for you this morning. I read this, Cliff, so uh, not that I would know, but I'm just saying. Well, yeah. This is the yeah. advice they're saying. Put your shirt back on in your profile pictures. <laughs> it appears, Cliff, even though we think that's a really great idea, the ladies are thinking that uh, if you're shirtless in your profile picture, yeah. You show a lack of maturity and self-awareness, and you're not a very good candidate for a long-term relationship. I don't know why they would think that, Cliff. Well, perhaps the, if you don't know why they would think that, that would be some indication of the luck that you're going to have finding a date. Well, Cliff, I would never, ever do a profile picture shirtless. Yeah, no because one... no one wants to see that. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, I have, though, a little experience with this, and I will tell you right now. Okay. A sexy polar bear costume profile picture doesn't help either. <laughs> I can't imagine that it would, yeah. It, it, yes, it. you would think that it would, 
You would think, Cliff, that that would bring attention to you. But it really doesn't. Except people pull on your tail an awful lot whenever you're walking by. So far, most of the week, in Death Valley, it's been 128 degrees. <laughs> but it's a dry heat. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, there's a sign in Death Valley, Cliff, if you've ever yeah. been there. I haven't been I've there, never, but I've seen it. I've never it. been there either. Yeah. I've seen it posted, and it says, Welcome to Death Valley, the lowest point in the U.S., I always thought that was this program, Cliff, and I think we've been outlawed. <laughs> outlawed? I think we've been outlawed. Well, it's never been 127 on this program, so. No, but the lowest point <laughs> in the U.S., I thought, was right here with you and I. <laughs> well, we got we got ourselves a just-in-time-for-breakfast rating system, so that's a positive, I'd say. Well, yeah, that's... that's <laughs> That's how you keep it low, Cliff, when you have a just-in-time-for-breakfast rating system. We've we've achieved a new low. We'd in ever-increasing numbers, those in the midst of a social media argument over one issue or another will type the colloquialism, that's the hill you want to die on. And that's basically a question asking if that's the dumb stance you want to take on whatever issue is being argued on, and it's something that could be said about what happened in front of this restaurant near Orlando, Florida, on Saturday. Now, state restrictions put capacity limits on restaurants in Florida at 50%, much like we had for a while. The owner of this restaurant later told the Sentinel that her building is rated for 72, but it looks small. And so when agents from the Florida Bureau of Alcohol and Tobacco arrived, they said the restaurant was overfilled, even though there were only about 30 people inside. Then they shut the place down. That owner also told the paper that the shutdown wasn't because of the number of people inside. It was because she'd been quite vocal in the anti-mask circles. And afterwards, a massive rally in support of the restaurant erupted in the parking lot, with some people comparing Florida government to Nazi Germany and chanting, don't shut her down, which is a lot of hubbub over a place that just sells grilled cheese sandwiches. (laughs) I can almost master that myself, Cliff. (laughs) Great. Now, popcorn I'm not so good at, but grilled cheese, I can kind of do that. You could do a grilled cheese. I about set the bag on fire last (laughs) night on my popcorn. Oh, no. You got to put it up the right way. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to turn it the right way. Yes. It's upside down. Oh, that's bad. Three minutes is all it said. I did four. Oh, no. Didn't pop. So I thought, well, I must have had a bad bag. Yeah. So after four minutes, I did what any guy would do. Added more time? Five minutes. <laughs> and then after it was all said and done, I finally read the bag and I went, oh, out of the way. Oh. Okay. Today? Yes? Maybe a prize, maybe punishment. It's on the way. Okay. Right after you hear Kenny Chesney singing here and now, that's when we're going to play the, we'll play the game. Okay. Up for grabs, a pair of tickets to Holiday World. I'm going to give you a statement. I'm going to give you three possible answers. You're going to pick out the truth. The answer to the question, that's what you're looking for, the right answer. You do that. The right answer. You do that, you get the tickets, we go on our merry way. If you don't do that, we're going to play a song that you won't like. Now, that's a given. (laughs) I mean, that's why it's called punishment. Yes. 
<laughs> but we've added to the pain this morning, Cliff, if you're oh, wrong. Oh, we have, huh? Yes. We've added to the pain. It's so bad that I'm not even going to tell you the song or the singer. Hi, who's this? Uh, Caleb Zoyak from Fort Branch. Do you happen to be a married man, Caleb? Uh, no, not yet. I'm getting married this weekend. Wow. Well, congratulations. Wow. Absolutely. Right. How long have you known this lady? Uh, we've been dating about six years. Six years? Six years. Yeah. So you have no doubts coming into this weekend? No doubt. All right. Well, that's the attitude, and that's the right answer to have, too, Caleb. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good answer. Good answer. She's listening. Yes. Is there any chance she would be listening? Uh, I don't know. I hope, I hope so, because then I might get some brownie points. There you go. Well, I'll let you get a chance for some more brownie points, Caleb. Tell us her name. Uh, Laura Barton. All right. So if Laura Barton is listening right now, Caleb is going to be a winner of Holiday World tickets, and he's going to make everyone happy. I'm going to give you That's this. Right. I'm going to give you this statement now. Let's see how happy you make her. Okay. Okay. All right. Now you're a little bit at a disadvantage because this is more for the married guys. But after six years, you probably know this. Yeah. This is the number one secret that women keep from their husbands. Okay. Okay. All right. Is it number of shoes they own, how much money they make, or how many boyfriends they really had before they married you, Caleb? Uh, let's go with the third one. How many boyfriends they really had before they married you? Yeah, let's go with that one. All right. That sounds like a winner to me, but unfortunately, that's not the truth. Oh. <laughs> It is the oh, number. Yeah. It's the number of shoes that they own. Can you believe that, Caleb? Yeah, that was my next guess. Uh, does, yeah, she she does she own I'm a bunch? Does she own a bunch? I'm sure she does, but she's probably keeping it a secret from me. Well, of course she is. It's the number one secret she's going to keep uh, from you. Yeah, All right. Well, Caleb, I'm sorry you lost, and I'm really sorry that we're going to get punished with this song. That uh, well, because oh of goodness. you, we're going to have to play it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Just in time for Christmas, Cliff. Oh, almost just in time for breakfast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I told you it was going to be bad, and you also know why it was bad, because it's a Christmas tune here in July. That, Cliff. Well, that's not not the only reason. Who's the artist? Jimmy (laughs) Osmond. There you go. One of the Osmond siblings. Yes. Of which there were nine. And clearly, that song was recorded... Before that little computer thing that made everybody sing on key. <laughs> exactly, yes. He's the youngest boy, Cliff. They had nine yeah. children. His mom was yeah. like a um, walking infomercial I was where every two years she got to say, but wait, there's more. There's more. And there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> and all morning long, Cliff, on the AP News, yep. we've been hearing Rita Foley talk about Experts saying the COVID-19 vaccine mm-hmm. is near. Yeah. If I had a nickel every time somebody had said that so far, I'd have absolutely nothing because there's a coin shortage too, Cliff, and I can't get That's any right. cash in my hand. <laughs> I'll admit, Cliff, this is a little tougher game than we've ever played here on this program. That There's well, no doubt about yeah. that. Yes. But on the flip side, you're going to win everything we've got. So that's kind of the payoff I mean, there. I mean, if it's... 
you know, it, it's, if it's a tall prize, it should be a tall order to win. I, I think so, too, Cliff. We kind of fudged a little bit there, Cliff, on the Georgetown. That's fine. That's all right. That was the first time we tried that, and Roy did a pretty good job. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And things aren't always as they seem or, or as they appear, Cliff. Yes. We've all heard the phrase in our life at one time or another, mm-hmm. "'Tis better to have loved and lost than mm-hmm. never to have loved at all." Yeah. Isn't that from isn't it like Shakespeare or something like that? I'll tell you exactly who it's from, Cliff. Oh. It okay, comes cool. from Lord Tennyson. Oh, okay. In a poem that he wrote back in 1849, and the poem's called In yep. Memoriam A H H. And it is absolutely nothing about romantic love like we all think that it's about. Okay. As you can tell by the title, he was mourning a friend's death when he wrote, "'Tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all." And I never knew that until this morning, Cliff. I always thought, that's really romantic. Yeah. And actually, it's about death. (laughs) 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 Oh, Mark. Kind of like some of these programs. We don't know it, but it's dying. (laughs) Yes. Somebody water it. Cliff, anything said today? Well, the phrases of the day start with number three. I feel like the evil Knievel of food on the floor. (laughs) Just eat the candy bar, would you? Okay. All right. Number two. Breathe the farts of change. (laughs) Thank you, Burger King, for that. Mercy. Mm. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. One of everything that Weed and Cliff have. And you notice, is, Cliff, yeah. Roy didn't even ask what the one of everything we had is. It was. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.